This is the Fantasy Football Podcast, where we take data and convert it into fantasy success. No bias, no hot takes, only victory. This is the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast, and now your host, Dustin Chandry. Welcome to episode 37 of the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Chandry. And for today's episode, we will look at players in week 10 that you should not be afraid to start. Now, every week with this episode, we like to target quarterbacks and tight ends outside the top 10 in the weekly ranking and running backs and wide receivers outside the top 20. So the point of this episode is to help you make those start-sit decisions when it comes to your running back two and your flex spot. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you, you can follow and interact with the show on Twitter. We are at FFAlchemistPod. Again, we are at FFAlchemistPod. You can also email the show directly at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com. Now, at the quarterback position, we've got two recommendations this week, both outside the top 14. First, we'll start with Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray, currently ranked quarterback 15 on the Week 10 ESPN rankings, of course. Of course, Kyler Murray making his first start of the season. Kyler Murray is a career 20-point fantasy scorer and has been well inside the top 10 at his position on a points-per-game basis his entire career. Now, it will be interesting to see what his rushing attempts and rushing production looks like in the first few games back. Now, minus his second season where he averaged eight rushing attempts a game, Kyler Murray has consistently averaged about six rushing attempts per game in his career. Again, Kyler Murray listed at quarterback 15. I would have him at quarterback 10 here in week 10. The other quarterback option this week will be the previous quarterback for the Cardinals, who's now with the Vikings. That's Joshua Dobbs at quarterback 17. Now, it is truly remarkable what Josh Dobbs accomplished last last week, and I think he could very well earn a starting job somewhere in the NFL next year. Now, as it relates to this season, Dobbs has four games above 22 fantasy points, including the last two weeks when he was with two different teams. And just like we identified with Kyler Murray, Josh Dobbs' rushing floor, it yields fantasy success. Since week three, Dobbs is averaging seven rushing attempts a game and he has four total rushing touchdowns on the season. At the running back position, we have two recommendations this week outside the top 20. First, we'll start with Vikings running back Alexander Madison, currently running back 22. Now, Madison does have a pretty tough matchup against the New Orleans Saints, who ranked fourth against opposing running backs on the season. But as we noted in the key observations and trends episode from two days ago, prior to the Cam Akers trade, Madison was playing over 70% of his snaps, but that dropped to 55% in the three games with Cam Akers. On top of that, Alexander Madison was seeing about three and a half more opportunities a game prior to the Akers trade. Now, of course, Cam Akers suffered a torn Achilles last week that'll knock him out for the rest of the season. And for fantasy purposes, I think we can safely assume that Madison will see a larger utilization on par with his weekly performances prior to the Akers trade. During that span, Alexander Madison scored double-digit fantasy points in five of six contests. And the second recommendation would be Browns running back Jerome Ford, running back 27 currently for Week 10. Now, coming off the ankle injury from a few weeks ago, Jerome Ford appeared to be back into the lead role, and it was not in a committee situation that he had been in the prior weeks. In week nine, Ford had his highest percentage of running back snaps at 64%. That was a ramp up from 33% the prior week. 
and he also had the most opportunities that he's had all season with 27 total opportunities. That was 20 carries plus seven targets. Now it only yielded 12.7 fantasy points, but given his utilization last week, I think that fantasy performance is much closer to his bottom range of outcomes. Now as for the wide receiver position, let's start with Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins because last week I recommended him on the Don't Be Afraid to Start Him episode. I said last week that when T. Higgins plays at least 75% of snaps, he averages over 18 fantasy points. That was what he did last season. And last week in week nine, T. Higgins was finally over 80% snaps played coming off the rib injury. In that game, he had eight catches on nine targets, 110 yards, and he was right on his average from last year at 19 fantasy points. T. Higgins is right at wide receiver 20 this week, and he should be automatically in your starting lineups. Right behind him in the weekly rankings is Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson at wide receiver 21. Now, Johnson has played three games since coming back from an injury. He averaged a target share per game of 31%, and he's averaging 85 yards per contest. And over the last two games, Deontay Johnson's target share is near 33%, while teammate George Pickens is currently at 16% in that two-game span. Now, on top of that, Johnson's share of team air yards has increased every week since his return, too. Starting at 35% in Week 7, it went up to 42% and then 55% last week. Johnson's target per route run rate also was at its highest point last week at 33%. He was getting a target on a third of every route run. Next up, we'll talk about Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, Ridley's currently ranked as wide receiver 23, and Christian Kirk is currently at wide receiver 25, according to ESPN. Now, both players have a very strong matchup against San Francisco, which ranks 30th against opposing wide receivers and has absolutely been torched their last two games against Minnesota and Cincinnati. Now, as for Jacksonville, since week two, Christian Kurt has has outscored Calvin Ridley in five of seven games, even though he is playing slightly fewer snaps. Now, the likelihood of both Kirk and Ridley having strong fantasy games is low, as only once in eight games this year have both players exceeded 14 fantasy points in a game. But in every game this year, either of them achieved between 15 to 20 fantasy points. So I would lean Christian Kirk given the choice, but I also would not be afraid to start Calvin Ridley. Now I warned you a few weeks ago to keep Amari Cooper out of your lineup until Deshaun Watson returned due to his poor catch rate that Cooper had with Cleveland backups. However, with Watson back in the lineup last week, Cooper went for 139 yards receiving on only five targets. He had 24.9 fantasy points. Cooper was below 50% catch rate without Watson, but was five for five last week with a touchdown. Keep in mind, prior to last week, Cooper was averaging over eight targets a game, so there's still more upside to be had. This week, Amari Cooper is ranked wide receiver 28. And then lastly, at the wide receiver position, Houston's rookie Tank Dell is currently ranked wide receiver 30 on the week 10 rankings. Now, of course, Dell is coming off a 29.6 fantasy performance where he had six catches for 114 yards and two touchdowns, and it could have been higher too as he had 11 targets. Now, what's interesting is that Houston ranks third best in yards per pass at nine yards per pass, but is actually third worst in yards per carry at 3.25. Now, last week, the Texans had 22 more passing attempts than they did rushing attempts, and this week they played the Cincinnati Bengals in what could turn into a back-and-forth affair. 
As for the tight end position, I got three recommendations this week. Well, first we'll start with Cardinals tight end Trey McBride. He is right at tight end 10 on the week. He is facing the Atlanta Falcons, who have given up the 21st most points against opposing tight ends. Now, if you did pick up McBride last week, you were likely disappointed, but hopefully you did not drop him because the entire Cardinals offense obviously was a mess with rookie Clayton Toon making his first start against the Browns defense. Most important, though, for Trey McBride is that his utilization last week was still very strong, indicating that an upgrade with Kyler Murray returning at quarterback is going to greatly help the fantasy prospect for Trey McBride. Last week, he was still at almost 70% snap participation, 63% route participation. He was targeted on 25% of his routes, and he had a target share of 28%. Lean into the upgrade with Kyler Murray at quarterback, and Trey McBride is a very good start this week at tight end. Second option, if you're listening to this ahead of Thursday night football, Cole Komet I think is a solid option. Uh, he is currently at tight end 12 for the week. Now last week, Cole Komet led the Bears in targets, He was and he is currently tight end 5 on the season. He has 4 games over 15 fantasy points, and 2 games over 20 fantasy points, including last week when he caught 6 of 8 targets for 55 yards and 2 touchdowns. This year, Cole Komet has seen at least five targets in six of nine games played. And then lastly, at tight end 16 on the week is Buccaneers second-year player Cade Otten. Now, all year, Cade Otten has played over 90% of snaps in every game. He has a top 10 target rate near 15%, and he has seen his targets climb coming out of their bye week. He had two targets in week six. He had six targets in each of week seven and week eight. And then he had a season high nine targets with a touchdown last week in week nine. He had 26 fantasy points. So that'll wrap up episode 37 of the Fantasy Alchemist podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe and leave a review. That'll help us in the rankings and let other listeners find the show. We'll be back next week. Trio episodes. We'll look at waiver wire targets ahead of week 11. We'll do a full recap with key observations and trends from around the league in week 10. And then again, we'll look at players you should not be afraid to start in week 11. So for Dustin Chandler, signing off here at the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Alchemist Podcast. You can follow the pod on Twitter at FFAlchemistPod or email us at FantasyAlchemistPodcast at gmail.com.